Greeting in Jesus' name. This is Pastor Sean, and you're listening to The Intersection. Not your normal fluffy Christian show. Well, this is the day the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. And I am thankful we live in America. I am thankful we live in this God-given country. I'm thankful for the founding fathers, who I believe under divine inspiration, crafted a governmental system that maximizes personal liberties. Now, um, that's always that always gets pushed against. You know, there's a lot of people who say, well, you know, I don't know what all this defense of freedom is. I don't know what all this, you know, freedom is always under attack because human nature, human nature, unfortunately, is is uh, totalitarianism. Human nature is to control human nature, especially governmental institutions. And that's why you see none around the world. There's some close, but none quite like ours. And we have something called the Bill of Rights in the Bill of Rights. Is that that uh, document that ensures civil liberties protections? What from what? What are those protections from? They're from an over-intrusive, controlling government. Now, freedom is always one generation away from being lost. You know, I never understood that when I was young. What's all this freedom's one generation away from being lost? What's all this we have to defend freedom? I you just kind of took for granted that you know everybody kind of thought like we did. Everybody kind of wants, you know, civil liberties. Everybody everybody wants to live free, and that's that's what uh, you sort of assume that uh, the rest of the world thinks. But then you come to find out that liberty is actually liberty is actually a minority value, that it's it's something held, and very few people get to exercise it fully. Now, even in this country, even in this great country of ours, thank God for the founding fathers and our founding documents. But even in this country, you will find the same appetite for tyranny. You will. You will find people who take power, who want to keep it, yield it, and control it over other people. And some people are bummed out that they're restrained or constrained by the Constitution. Some more than others. There are people who would love to have our country be a soft banana republic or a hardcore communist country, just to ask the college kids. But the fact is, is that our liberty always needs to be protected. There always needs to be checks and balances because you will find out things like we are finding out now. Just recently, the story broke that the feds asked banks to search Americans' records for gun retailers, for words like Trump and MAGA, and for Bible, Bible purchases. <laughs> I mean, how? So this tells you what the federal government, those who have an appetite for tyranny in the federal government, would like who they think the enemy is. They think that enemies are people who support Donald Trump or the, the believe in make America great again or read Bibles. Yes, these are the people. These are the people that would have been considered allies back in the with the founding fathers, but now they're considered enemies. Otherwise, the government would not be asking banks. By the way, your the privacy you have with your bank and your financial transactions is, in fact, one of the most private things. The private rights that we have is to private property, to privacy, the right to buy and sell without the government's surveillance or intervention. And that's why this whole thing with the EVs and all this for the, you know, the, uh, you know, we're, we're going to switch all cars to EVs by 2035 and just tank the economy, tank 
I mean, just just going to destroy the economy, destroy people. Why? Because the government's intruding in something in the name of climate change, which is a hoax, by the way. I'm not saying the climate doesn't change. It's not changing for the reasons they say it's changing. And by the way, they know it, too. They, they, they know it. They just want to control everything, and that includes what you drive, where you drive, how you drive, how much you drive. Yeah, look over in Europe where they're already doing doing extra taxes on people for using certain roads. They're going to take pictures of their license plate and charge them a daily fee if they drive too much. I mean, these are the, these are the kind of things that bored, bored totalitarian uh, leaders want to do. They literally spend their days deciding how they can control, impede, or infringe upon the rights of the general public, all in the name of the nanny state. They know better than us. This Davos thing, I know I'm all over the map today. You listen to these speeches at Davos by these world leaders. Are you kidding me? They literally treat the world like we're a bunch of misguided children who need their leaders leaders, and, and, and guidance in order to make this a better world, in order to have a more equitable world. In other words, they're going to decide where our money goes, how it goes, who it gets resourced out to. And a lot of this has to do with economics. The, the economic freedom is real freedom. Now, I'm not saying you have to be rich, of course, I'm not saying, but the more economic freedom you have, the more liberty you can have in certain ways because you're not bound. You have the freedom to move about, to purchase. And this is why... This is why the they want to infringe upon economic freedom. They want to be able to control the money. That's why they want to know, that's why they're trying to go cashless. They want to know what you're buying, when you're buying, and how you're buying. That's why this whole income tax thing, by the way, I know you're all going to say, oh, he's one of those income tax absconders. I pay my taxes. The Bible says to pay your taxes. I pay my taxes. I pay the property taxes. I pay income tax. I pay all the ridiculous taxes that they ask for. Because the Bible tells me to. But just think about the concept of income tax that we've come to accept. Income tax is the, it kind of goes like this. It kind of goes like, it's, it's almost like a mafia type situation. The government comes and says, we need you to give us a third up to half of your income. And we say, well, 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 because if you don't, bad things are going to happen to you. You need to pay this money for protection. And we say protection from what? Well, from us. <laughs> I mean, sounds like a mafia extortion shakedown, right? They walk into your store. Uh, we want you to be protected. From who? From us. And that's kind of what they do if you don't pay the exorbitant amount of taxes they ask you to pay. Bad, bad things are going to happen to you by them. And then they can take your tax money and squander it on all kinds of things or actually absolutely evil things. They can fund absolute evil things, but they can fund whatever they want, spend it recklessly as they want. But the idea is it's really not just money to the federal government for them to spend. It's also about control. A highly taxed people are less free. There's less liberty. There's less money to be free. And the more they can keep you tax, and that's why thus... The spending and the spending. They always spend a trillion dollars more than they take in. Have we taken a trillion? They spend a trillion. There's always a 50% borrowing borrowing process that goes on, and that is to keep, have to keep. Can you imagine if we ever, like, cut spend? Now, in your household, can you just spend double your income and then you have to go 
and you force somebody else to help you pay that? Well, wouldn't that be great, right? Hey, you made 80 grand, but you spent 160, so I need 80 grand more. And then next year, I'm going to, if we make 160, we're going to spend 320, and we're going to go to this endless well of people and force them to pay for. We're just going to keep running up the debt so that they have to keep paying this. The fact is that the amount of money it takes to collect the income tax is almost so ridiculous that it's not even worth collecting the income tax. But anyway, financial liberty. And we know that after after January 6th, that the when once Biden took over, that they asked the Treasury Department on behalf of federal law enforcement after January 6th, asked banks to snoop through customers' transactions for signs of extremism, such as purchases of small arms. You have to be an extremist to purchase small arms. Or from gun retailers, Dick's Sporting Goods, Bass Pro Shops, or Cabela's. I love those places, and that's where I buy my guns. So obviously, I'm on some sort of list, according to House Judiciary Committee Jim Jordan. Jordan revealed the secret request on Thursday in a letter to the former director of the Treasury Department's Office of Stakeholder Integration and Engagement in the Strategic Operations Division of the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, FinCEN. (laughs) That sounds like a real... That sounds like a real upstanding organization. Um, and we know the federal government flagged terms like MAGA and Trump to financial institutions if Americans completed transactions using those terms. You believe the federal government wanted banks to spy and read? Now, they weren't just gathering information. They, it wasn't just like a, like a census. They weren't trying to gather data. They want to know who believes in MAGA, Make America Great Again, or supports Donald Trump, or buys weapons, buys guns, which is, by the way, your Second Amendment right. It is your Second Amendment. And, you know, then when they get into this whole Second Amendment thing and they they accuse gun owners of being mm, paranoid when they try to pass so-called common-sense gun laws, and they, they accuse gun owners of being paranoid or you know being extreme <coughs> because we're excuse me because we're trying to resist common sense gun laws well the fact is we know for a fact they want everyone on a list they want to know what arms you have and in fact we know that a large number of them would like to confiscate those at the second amendment is a pain it is a pain in the plan to confiscate those weapons federal government flag transactions using terms like MAGA and trump Individuals who shopped at stores like Cabela's, Dick's Sporting Goods, or purchased religious texts like a Bible may also have had their transactions flagged. You know, it's real dangerous when you go pick up a King James from the Christian bookstore. Online, you get your favorite devotional. Or God forbid, God forbid you uh, you get a Greek interlinear Bible or something like that, or a Hebrew text Bible or something like that. I mean, you need to get flagged because those are dangerous. And it shows you what kind of people they're singling out. They're singling out the kind of values that we once at this in our life, one time in our life, we thought were good values. Religious conviction. People who believed in families. People who believed in life. People who believed in liberty. People who believe that self-defense was good. People that 
hold traditional Christian values. People that believe in God. And, you know, any, any totalitarian state cannot have divided. You ever noticed in every, every real totalitarian communistic state, they always want to get rid of the Bible or religious conviction. They always want to get rid of belief in God. Because you cannot serve both the God and the state. You, can't, you, can, you can obey the laws of the state, which the Bible tells us to do. It tells us to be good citizens. But at some point, they want total allegiance. They want allegiance even above God. They want the state to be God. And that's why they act like God. And that's why they want to be all-knowing, omniscient, and they want to know what you're doing with your money. And by the way, that's the modern, you know, you know the modern uh, re-education camp. They don't come pick you up on a train anymore. They don't put you in a train car and send you off to a re-education camp and then treat you real bad, starve you, torture you until you, until you think the right way and then send you back, if you make it back. That's not what they do now. They figured out, hey, a lot more cheaply, a lot more... Uh, a lot more unobtrusively, we can just begin to destroy people financially. That's what they did if you if you look at the, the Justice Department and how it's been weaponized against uh, people who supported uh, Donald Trump or supported Make America Great or even just Republicans. They just they can drag you into court if you were a lawyer defending Donald Trump, which is, by the way, his his legal right. And a lawyer should not be punished for taking on a client. And yet they even went after his lawyers. They went after anybody, anybody associated or related. And it doesn't have to do with him particularly necessarily as a person. It has to do with the entire movement. You know, you strike the shepherd and the sheep are scattered, right? They figure they take out the main guy who's uh, who's uh, instigating all of this. And then, you know, the, the sheep will scatter. But the fact is, is that your 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 privacy when it comes to finances, as soon as that becomes infringed, you know you are no longer in a free state. We're no longer in a functioning republic. Jordan's letter, which also Bischoff to appear for a transcribed interview, said the kind of pervasive financial surveillance carried out in coordination with and at the request of federal law enforcement onto America's private transaction is alarming and raises serious doubts about FinCEN, that's the organization, respect for fundamental civil liberties. You have the right to privacy that protects your finances. And you can track a person's habits, what they spend, what they do, and probably ascertain their political beliefs or their moral beliefs based upon what they spend money on. You can. Even Jesus said that your heart, that 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 the way you handle money shows where your heart is. Jesus said that. Jesus said that the spending of money or the 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 priorities of your heart will be revealed in your spending habits. They will be revealed in your spending habits, and they know this. And they know that Christians and people who are conservative are going to spend money on things that represent their faith or represent their deep health convictions. So spying on that can give them an idea of who is who. The secret requests were found as part of the Judiciary Committee and Judiciary Select Committee Subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government oversight on federal law enforcement's 
a receipt of information about American citizens without legal process. By the way, they're still supposed to get a warrant for all this stuff. They don't. They don't, but there's supposed to be a warrant to look at your money. Why do you think they want to go to a digital currency? Because a digital currency won't be a privately held currency. It'll be a currency held by the Fed. In a digital currency, they can see everything that's going on when it's going. Why do you think they hate cash? I mean, my gosh, This did you really think the IRS cares about the tips and wages of of waiters and waitresses? Do they really care about that or they care about making sure they have control over every penny, where it goes, how it goes, and are able to track that? Cash is untraceable. And, you know, after 9-11, I realized that there was a... There was this threat of terrorism. So all of the all of the things in the Patriot Act, whether they be financial, whether they be surveillance, whether they be um, the ability to spy, whatever those those powers that were given to the federal government were meant to be used on terrorists. We didn't want large sums of money being transferred over to terrorists privately. We didn't want those things. But instead of those being used on terrorists, they were turned against the American people, even a sitting president of the United States. That's a fact. That's not even up for speculation. We know they spied on members of Congress using the NSA, an organization that was meant to weed out foreign terrorists. And we know that many Americans, including myself at the time, we seemed willing to trade to trade privacy, to trade liberty for security, in which, of course, the one of our wise founding fathers said, then you deserve neither. You deserve neither. Jordan said that the letter that the committee and select committee obtained documents indicating that following January 26, FinCEN distributed materials to banks that outlined typologies of various persons of interest. Wow. And yet Hunter Biden had I don't know, hundreds, hundreds of suspicious transactions that were flagged and they were squashed. Why? Because he's a vice president and now a president's son. Because they protect their own. The same rules don't apply. The same You can have great laws, but the only thing that really makes it great is if they're equally applied. Equal application of the law. When you use a law to punish some people and to cover others. When you use the law to persecute some individuals by exonerating others. When you... When you... Enforce the law, jot and tittle on your on your supposed political enemies, and yet the same people who do the same thing that are your friends get to walk. That is a banana republic. You're no longer in a free state. You're no longer in a free state. Jordan said the materials included a document recommending the use of generic terms like Trump and MAGA to search Zelly payment messages, as well as prior FinCEN analysis of lone actor, homegrown, violent, extreme indicators. You know, they did this very thing that anyone who was anywhere near the Capitol during January 6th, you know, now they're not just going after the people who walked in, and which, by the way, we now know from videotapes, 99.9% of those people who walked in they walk through the Capitol building in a 
they walked to the Capitol building in a um, orderly fashion, not breaking the laws, staying within the ropes, not destroying property, doing none of those things. Now, that well, there's some bad actors for sure, and they should be punished. They should be punished. But for the most part, most people, but they're still persecuting some of those people. You know, now they've turned their eyes out to people who were just on the property. People who were just at the Capitol outside in areas that were deemed acceptable to now they're beginning to start to use facial recognition and things to identify those people. Why? So they can turn around. And you hear these horror stories of some of these January 6 people. Some walked into the Capitol and looked around and walked back out, didn't touch a thing, didn't do a thing. And they are now being prosecuted. And then it went further. They began to, they began to ask for information on anyone who used a debit or credit card in the vicinity Starting the day before and then even up to the day after January 6th, they want to know who was in Washington. You could have been there to visit your Aunt Sally, but they want to know if you used a credit card in D.C. that day. They want to know who was around, who was from out of state and used a credit card in D.C. that day. This, my friends, my brothers and sisters, is an utmost violation of personal liberties. And if you can demonize people and make them extremist and make them uh, insurrectionist, if you can do all those things, then uh, you get to justify. You get to justify. Isn't this the way we've handled all of our foreign wars? We demonize the leader of the, and they very well could be bad people. Saddam Hussein was not a good person, but it really wasn't affecting us. But they demonize people. I mean, there, there's a there's hundred million death spots out there everywhere. And yet they will demonize a certain group of people in order to justify in order to justify infringing on their civil liberties. According to analysis, FinCEN warned financial institutions of extremism, indicators that include transportation charges such as bus tickets, rental cars, and plane tickets for travel to the areas with no apparent purpose, or the purchase of books including religious texts and subscriptions to other media containing extremist views. Since when does the government decide if we're traveling somewhere with no apparent purpose. Shouldn't even be allowed to look into people's travel unless they're under some kind of severe suspicion of, uh, you know, severe suspicion. There's been proof and evidence that they've committed some kind of crime. In other words, FinCEN urged large financial institutions to comb through the private transactions of their customers for suspicious charges on the basis of protected political and religious expression. What a day and time we live in, but that's why they say we must. Liberty is something that has to be maintained. It has to be fought for. Can't be taken for granted. We're only one generation away from losing our liberty. This is always true. One generation one deluded generation can forego all of the liberties, all the civil liberties that make the United States the great nation that it is. Pray for America. Pray for the world. Pray for your enemies. Just pray. Because in prayer there is power. Until next time, this is Pastor Sean. May God richly bless you. We're the bad news. With the young guns, with the ones that they told you to run from. Yeah, the player's gonna play and the hater's gonna hate.